Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and if you're thinking I sound different... It is because I forgot my microphone. I am recording this while away on a business trip, and I usually travel with a portable microphone, and I forgot it. I would blame it on pregnancy brain, but that's just convenient. I just didn't write it down, and if I don't write it down, well, (laughs) the chances of it happening fall a bit. But the show must go on, so if you're thinking this doesn't sound like normal, you are 100% right Today is one of my favorite days. Today is November the 11th, 11-11, which didn't mean anything to me until last year. I never was one of those people who like noticed numbers or cared about numbers or anything like that. I, I've never had any interest in numerology. And, and to be really honest, I still kind of don't. Um, but I shared this on the podcast last year around when it happened But since today is November 11th, I just want to recap this story of what happened last year to the best of my recollection. At this time last year, I was in Austin, Texas with my master's club. We tried to get together at least once a year. And last year, it was in early November because there was no Ascend in 2018 because I was finishing up Chasing Cupcakes and just decided to take a year off from my big annual event, but still wanted to take a weekend with my master's club. So there was a lot going on at that particular phase, nothing compared to what's going on now, but at the time it sure felt like a lot. Isn't it funny how how that can happen? Um, But I was rushing to finish up the book trying to finalize a cover. I was closing on a house and moving as well as trying to sell my tiny house and, you know, all that normal stuff. So there was a lot happening and I was excited to spend the weekend with the Masters Club, but I was also feeling a little bit nervous because I was sharing with them both the title and the cover of Chasing Cupcakes for the first time. Nobody else knew about it except my immediate family. And so I was feeling kind of jittery about that and in the middle of trying to close on this property that I now live in that I had my heart set on and we were just running into roadblock after roadblock. And the morning, the first morning that I was in Austin with the Masters Club, I was rushing off to a meeting with my publisher and before I was heading to meet the Masters Club people. And I saw something on Instagram, just scrolling through like I often do, that said, the number 1111 is trying to get your attention or something like that. And I really didn't give it any thought at all because, again, I'm just not that kind of person. Well, as I left my hotel room, 
I noticed that my room number was 1111, which was so bizarre, right? I, I mean, the number's trying to get my attention and just, just an odd coincidence. But then I realized that the following day was 1111. So I was in room 1111. The following day was 1111. And I'm seeing this post that like the number's trying to get my attention. So still not really into numerology or anything like that. I Googled what it meant and I'm doing this based on on recall then. But what I remember was that it was about opportunity and things coming into your life. And this period between 1111 and 111 or this period between November 11th and January 11th, which is what, three months, two months, November, December, December to January, a couple months, is known as this period of the divine portal where you are ripe to welcome new things into your life, which seems so crazy to me because in this period last year, I was to launch my book during that time, my first book. I was to close on this house and move into it and move into my, in with my boyfriend. Um, looking back, there were so many other things that happened in that period. I joined my 2019 mastermind and met my friend Brooke Thomas, who then took me on a totally new adventure in my life. I mean, so many things. And that was that was the doorway to me getting pregnant. So many things happened in that period that now I get really excited about seeing 1111 and thinking of it in terms of opportunity, reminding me to bring new things into my life. So I want to ask you guys to think about whether you're a numbers person or you're not, right? You can be totally number agnostic. You can be religiously agnostic. You can be a Christian and still think about what you want to invite into your life in this period between now and January. Maybe it's a new opportunity. Maybe it's a new attitude. Maybe it's a new emotional perspective, one of acceptance and not rushing versus feeling stressed out all the time. Maybe it's a new job or new relationship or new progress towards your goal. But I would love for you to take a couple minutes, as I will surely do on the morning of of, uh, November 11th, I'm recording this before then, to think about what I want to invite into my life in this period between November and January. Thinking of it as a period of opportunity instead of a period of rush and a period of chaos. I always think it's good to think about what we're inviting in and also what we're letting go. I'm really excited about a a way that I wanna help you guys do this, no matter what it is that you wanna invite into your life or what it is that you wanna let go of. We all probably have lists on both sides of the coin. I'm gonna be doing a totally free seven-day challenge that starts the Sunday or Monday of Thanksgiving week and runs for seven days. Totally free challenge that will give you every day via email 
journaling prompts, a specific question or thing to consider or thing to do to help you create these changes, to help you get more clear on what they are, and to help you navigate this period more easily with less stress, with less tension. I'm a big fan of journaling. It has changed my life. I hear that from so many of my clients. So there's two ways to participate in this totally free challenge, all right? The first is to get on the wait list for the winter 12 weeks to transformation because I'm already communicating with those people every single week. I'm definitely going to have them go through that challenge. So you can go to either the show notes page for today's episode, which is primalpotential.com forward slash 780. No, that's not true. 680. Don't go to 780. You'll get an error. Primalpotential.com forward slash 680. And the link will be there for the wait list. Or you can just go directly to primalpotential.com forward slash transform and you can get on it that way. But that's one way to participate. The other way to participate is to join our private Primal Potential Facebook group. It's just a community of people who listen to the show, sometimes talk about things that motivate them, talk about things that came up in the podcast. But I'll also be posting the challenge and the daily prompts in there. So I will link to that Facebook group in the show notes for today's episode, which again, you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 680. Today, I want to talk about motivation. Because no matter what you bring into your life, in the way of progress, in the way of growth, in the way of new relationships or new opportunities, and also whatever you let go of in your life, whether that's habits, attitudes, perspectives, careers, choices, it's gonna require motivation. And the number one thing that I get asked about, that I get emailed about, that people share their struggles related to is motivation. And that can be struggling to get motivated. I'm just unmotivated and I don't know how to change that. Struggling to stay motivated It comes and fits and starts, but I can't really rely on it, and it's definitely not consistent. Or any mix of the two, right? So today I want to talk about motivation. Building it when we have it so that it's stronger. Generating it when we don't have it. And staying consistent with it so we know it's there when we need it. And realistically... For one area or another, we need it all the time. One of the biggest mistakes I see people making with regards to motivation is searching for it outside themselves, thinking that the answer to their motivation challenge, their motivation lack, is going to be found in a book or a podcast or a song or a person The reason I think that's a mistake is because motivation is something we create from the inside. And for as long as we rely on it from external sources, it's always going to be inconsistent. Because we don't want a situation where we're really motivated for 20 minutes after listening to a podcast, but in no other time. Or we feel super motivated when we have this book in our hands, but then when we go to work the next day, there's no motivation. Or we're really motivated when we're watching somebody else who's doing something we want to do, 
But then when that's not top of mind, we're not motivated. So I want to challenge you to stop looking at external sources as the place to go to get motivation. It can help you build motivation. It can help foster motivation, but it cannot be the source. You are the source. Motivation comes from you, the way you think and what you think about. And a lot of times people are not motivated because they're focused on things that don't motivate them. They're focused on the past. They're focused on the problem. They're focused on what they didn't do or haven't done, where they dropped the ball, what they got wrong, and none of that is motivating. When motivation is strong, it comes not only from the inside, but from a really strong perspective. One of the things I talk in detail about in Breaking Barriers, which is a self-guided e-course I have on kind of getting out of your own way, more or less, I talk a lot about pleasure and pain, these two primary forces in our lives and how we are hardwired, built to seek pleasure and to avoid pain, right? It's part of just our survival mechanisms. If, if something seems bad or painful, we're going to be resistant to it. Whereas if something feels good and really pleasurable, we're going to be drawn to it. That's how we are hardwired. I used to hear this and feel really, really frustrated. In fact, I would, I would think to myself when somebody would explain this to me, well, then I'm just screwed because I have a ton of pleasure associated with cupcakes and cookies and ice cream and Mexican food. And I do not have pleasure associated with Brussels sprouts and salmon and CrossFit workouts, you know? But the pleasure and pain has nothing to do with the item itself, whether that is the workout or it's the cupcake or it's the salmon, and everything to do with the story we tell ourselves about it. So for as long as you have all of this drama and all of this negativity and all of this pain associated with the work you need to do to get to your goal, guess what? You will suffer from a lack of motivation, and it has nothing to do with anything other than your chosen perspective. And I know this because I've lived it not only with regards to food and my body, but also with regards to work, with regards to money. I would think, I don't, I don't want to be on a budget. I don't want to feel like I can't go out to eat. I don't want to miss out on stuff. I associated so much pain with the discipline of getting out of debt, and I associated pleasure with spending freely and not being disciplined And so I was drawn to the pleasure and drawn away from the pain. And until I switched those associations, I struggled with motivation. I didn't feel consistently motivated. Yeah, I could hear somebody's story about getting out of debt and feel motivated for an hour or two. But ultimately, what ran the show was my pleasure and pain associations or my story. This comes back to something that we talk a lot about inside the 12 Weeks to Transformation, which is the idea that discipline equals freedom. What that comes down to is these pleasure and pain associations. If you associate pain with discipline, then you will resist it. You will be one of those people who tells the story about, I don't want to miss out and I feel like I have to be perfect to get any results because you have a story 
a perspective that discipline is painful. And you might have that regardless to food or money or waking up when the alarm goes off or anything else. But the idea that discipline equals freedom is just switching the story here. The way that I describe it often is, you know, when I had this negative association with discipline, I don't want to feel restricted. I don't want to miss out. I really love these foods and they, and they relax me. And after a long day, it just feels good to, to zone out. Well, here's what I wasn't telling myself. It actually felt terrible to live that way. And while there was freedom in the moment of choice, there was no freedom anywhere else. Because I felt trapped in a life I didn't love, in a body I resented. I felt like my cravings had more power than I did. I didn't want to go out with friends. I didn't want to travel. I didn't even want to go home to visit family because I was so uncomfortable in my own skin. That's not freedom. On the flip side, when I started to take really great care of myself, also when I started to take really great care of my finances, I felt so much more free. I felt empowered. When we look at like getting out of debt, right? Sure, the initial perspective was like, I just want to be able to enjoy my money and I want to be able to do these things and it's going to take so long, blah, blah, blah. But when I got out of debt, I had so much more freedom. I could choose for the first time what I wanted to do with my paycheck when it came in on Friday instead of having it already spoken for. We were able to travel more. I was able to start a business. We were able to be more generous with our family and our friends. That is freedom. We can make a case either way, right? I made the case both ways. One way of living really sucked though. It all comes down to the perspective you choose. For as long as you choose the perspective of pain related to the progress you want to make, you will struggle with motivation. One of my 12 Weeks to uh, Transformation clients the other day posted in our Facebook group, we were working on affirmations, and she said that one of hers is, I choose the freedom that discipline offers. She's way more motivated with that perspective. I choose the freedom that discipline offers than she is when she says, this sucks. I don't want to. I just want to hit snooze. I want to be able to eat what I want when I want to. Discipline equals freedom. I choose the freedom that discipline offers, whether that's related to money, whether it's related to food, hitting the snooze button, getting to the gym. Another way to think about motivation and to think about getting motivated, to think about staying motivated, to think about what to do when you're not motivated, what would it look like if you were highly motivated today? You probably won't get far with that question if you just think about it as I say it. But if you carve out some time, whether you hit pause right now or you write that question down and you come back to it tonight or tomorrow morning when you're journaling, What would it look like if I were highly motivated today? 
I'll give you an example of, of what this would look like if I were answering this for me today, okay? What would it look like if I was highly motivated today and I'm already a couple hours into my day and I'm at a work conference, but if I were highly motivated today, I would be locked in to this conference without my cell phone. So I might even leave my cell phone up in my room or I might turn it off and put it under the table or put it in the back of the room. But that's what it would look like to be highly motivated in terms of the conference material, right? Food-wise, if I were super-duper motivated today, I would drink a ton of water and I would not have any sugar or sweets or anything like that. Months ago, that probably would have included like not having starch and things like that because they, they are not aligned with kind of the body that I want to have. However, being, well, when this airs seven plus months pregnant or so, um, or almost seven months pregnant, carbs and starch are a part of every day, um, but sugar doesn't have to be, right? So if I were highly, highly motivated, I would eat when I was hungry today, And I would make sure to get in vegetables because I'm not enjoying vegetables during pregnancy. But if I were highly motivated, I would make sure to do that. And I would just skip any sugar or sweets and things like that. If I were highly motivated today, I would get in a workout and I haven't yet. So with that clarity, and it could go on and on and on, right? If I were highly motivated in my relationship today, what are the things that I would do which would look different today than you know when I'm at home because um, we're across the country from each other right now? But if you go through that, then you can say, all right, well, which of these am I willing to do? Maybe it's all of them. If you act as you would act if you were highly motivated, I'm telling you right now, you're going to get more motivated. That is a powerful tool Will you choose to use it? Will you choose to spec out, to ask and answer that question? What would I do today if I were highly motivated? What would I be thinking about? What choices would I make and what choices would I not make? Maybe it means if you were highly motivated, you wouldn't turn on the TV at all. You wouldn't watch Netflix at all. What would it look like for you if you were highly motivated today? Just being somebody who when you're not motivated, asks that question and follows through, you will very quickly find that you're a motivated person. The missing link for a lot of people who don't feel motivated and feel stuck with that and feel limited by that is they're not really clear on why they want the change they want. They can tell me what they want whether that is to make more money, to have less debt, to lose weight, whatever it is, they can tell me that. But when I say make a case for it right now, sell it to me. Sell to me why this is so damn important to you. They struggle. Well, of course you struggle with motivation if you are not in fire with a why. And that is not something we're just born with. We don't wake up on fire with that. We generate that feeling. We create that. This is probably my number one go-to when I feel not motivated. Not motivated to work out, not motivated to eat well, not motivated to get up early, not motivated to work. Why do I want this? Why is this so important to me? What am I going to have in my life 
that I don't have now or have more of in my life that I want more of now? Why is this so important to me? So one of the things that I've been using this for very recently is is related to workouts. I do not feel like working out. I mean, generally this is true, right? I've never really woken up like, oh, I can't wait to get to the CrossFit gym today. Eh, Usually not how I feel, but I go anyway. But it's been even more so in pregnancy, not so much because I'm tired. I just don't feel like it, right? I don't feel like putting on clothes most of the time, (laughs) never mind driving to the gym and pushing my body. But here's what I do. Why does it matter to me? Because I want to be a fit, strong, healthy mom. Because I want my daughter to see me working out and making that a priority every day as just a way of life. The way I saw my mom go to work every day, I want my daughter to see that as a staple, as just like what we do to take care of ourselves. Because I want that as a part of my romantic relationship, that we prioritize workouts together, that that is as important, if not more important, than date night, that working out together is as important as sex. I want that kind of relationship with my partner. I want to be that example for my daughter because that's who I want to be as a human, I want to be the kind of person who really values physical fitness and takes excellent care of her body and works on getting stronger and more powerful and more flexible every single day. And when I start making that case, I'm like, let's go. Now there's way more of a drive to go to the gym than there is to stay at home. It's about making the case for it, selling yourself for it. And if you're struggling with motivation, chances are you are not making a case for why this matters. You're not firing yourself up. I can see in my mind the life I want, the kind of woman I want to be, how I want to feel about myself the discipline I want to live with as a way of life, the vision I want my daughter to have of her mother, and that lights a fire. I'm no different from anybody else in that I don't want to do it, right? That in that moment, I don't feel motivated. The differentiator is what you do with that moment. What story do you tell yourself? Do you tell yourself the story of why you don't want to, or do you really make the case for why you do? That is the differentiator. Do you focus on it every day? I use my journal for this. I use my journal every single day to write about the life I want. And that does not mean I spend 20 or 30 minutes journaling every day because I don't. I spend a few minutes journaling every day. But I also do this when I'm driving. I do this when I feel like I'm in a funk. I do it when I'm in the shower. I'm thinking about the person I want to be. And I spend more time telling that story and reinforcing that narrative than I don't feel like it. You have to have clarity around the life you're trying to create and enthusiasm. That doesn't just strike you. It is something you generate. I am just not naturally an enthusiastic person about working out. I generate that enthusiasm by being very, very clear about who I want to be, how I want to be, and the life I want to live. Have you broken it down into what you can do today instead of making yourself feel like it's so far off, right? You could say, 
well, I, I want to be this fit and healthy person or I want to be debt free, but it feels so far away. Okay, you are focusing on what is not in your control instead of what is. Have you broken it down into something you can do today? Because that's how we get there. It's not the big grand gestures. It's the little things done consistently over time when we don't want to that really moves the needle. What will you do about it today? You want to be consistent? Great. What will you do to create consistency today? You want to eat better? Great. What will you do to improve your food choices today? You want financial freedom? Okay. What are you going to do about it today? What change will you participate in today? You have to decide to enjoy the journey of becoming. You have to decide to enjoy the journey of growth because for as long as you're like, this sucks, I hate this, it's so far off, guess what? You're not going to be motivated because you've associated pain with it. And you can choose through your perspective to associate pleasure with it. Not only is today November 11th, but it's also my favorite season, which is fall And there's a quote about fall that I always put in my calendar to come back up many times throughout the fall. Fall reminds us how beautiful it is to let things go. Letting go of your excuses, letting go of your habits that don't serve your goals, letting go of your negativity is not a loss any more than it's a loss to the tree to shed the leaves that are dead. It's actually beautiful. It's really beautiful for you and for the trees. I want to wrap up with a couple of quotes from a book that I love on motivation. It's called The Motivation Manifesto. You've probably heard me mention it. It's by Brendan Burchard. He says, we are not a slave to our history. We can be freed by our conscious thoughts and our disciplined habits You are not a slave to how things have been. You are not a slave to the last week, to the last month, to the last 25 years. You can free yourself. Not in theory. You can free yourself by your thoughts and your habits. There's a a woman in my 12 Weeks to Transformation that I think of when I share this quote because she struggles And the reason she struggles is because she hasn't committed to changing her thoughts. She's theoretically committed to changing her choices, but her thoughts remain the barrier and she hasn't chosen to change them. But we can be freed when we change our thoughts and we make discipline habits. He says, if we are not vigilant, being around constant worry can quickly limit who we are and what we're capable of becoming. If we are not vigilant, being around constant worry, usually in our own heads, can limit who we are and what we're capable of becoming. Focus on where you're going, not on where you've been. Lastly, if yesterday's hardships are stealing your aliveness today, you must seek another level of consciousness. If yesterday's hardships are stealing your aliveness today, then you must seek another level of consciousness. Change your thoughts.
change your perspective. And when you do, motivation will find you. Motivation will not be a struggle because you are more powerful than any momentary lack of motivation that stems from your perspective. Before we go, it's just so funny. It just turned 11-11. Isn't that funny? Just as I was like wrapping up, the clock switched to 11-11. Um, but if you are, which is actually, I'm on the West Coast, actually 8-11, but my computer still says 11-11. If you want some help with this, if you want some journaling prompts to help you put this into action, I shared with you guys that the week of Thanksgiving, I'm doing this totally free seven-day challenge. There's two ways to participate. One is to join the free Primal Potential Facebook group, which I will link to on the show notes at primalpotential.com forward slash 680. The other is to get on the wait list for our winter 12 weeks to transformation, which you can also do at the show notes page, or you can go right to primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Make today amazing, make today motivated, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.